When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Season 4, Episode 9 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Wednesday afternoon? I'm not too bad. Uh, doing a little weird because we're, we're, we're doing this interesting setup. I can barely hear you on my end. Your setup's obviously a lot different today uh, with your with your little roadcaster out, out in, in California, or at least supposed to be out in California. I don't know. But, um, you know, just it's, it's this whole recording setup is a little little off today so it just it feels a little different but the rest of the day has been okay how about you um you know it was an all right day the nine to five job just sitting at an office desk all day is um i mean it can get boring but compared to my last job like it's a lot easier so uh that's been all right but yeah i mean when i did the move down here in indianapolis something happened with the roadcaster where the USB-C just does not connect to my computer anymore. So um, there's a problem. We tried different cords, different laptops, everything. It's actually with the soundboard. So sent that out yesterday. It's supposed to arrive in Cali on Friday. And then hopefully we can get that back, you know, two, three weeks down the road. I don't know. We'll see what happens. So the audio is going to be a little bit different for these next couple of episodes, but at least you've got both of us and that's always a good thing. But on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, going to be talking about some preseason roster cuts, talk about when Tampa's season opener is, as well as their home opener after the commercial break, talking about some news around the hockey world, including 
some power rankings before the season actually starts. So, Chase, let's hop into preseason roster cuts right off the rip. What are we looking at? So, pulling them up right now. I apologize, but um, there, there's been so there's been a couple waves of cuts so far. Um, you know, a, cu- a couple names that I'm sure people might might have noticed first were Alex Barboulet, Jamel Smith. Both of them were placed in waivers with uh, the intention to designate them to Syracuse, playing the American Hockey League. Um, so, d- other than them, uh, a couple names include Gabriel Dumont, Sean Element, Tyson Feist, Ryan Jones, Jack LaFontaine, Maxim Kajkovic, Cameron McDonald, Dylan Gill, uh, Brad Barone. So, you know, a, a few names that we weren't really expecting anything from. But then I did say those um, first two and Sean Day. So those three guys were potential roster bubble guys were just sent down. I believe it was yesterday as of us recording. Um, I, guys that as, as long as they pass through, I haven't even checked if they passed through yet, but I haven't seen anything otherwise. So I'm assuming they did. Um, then, you know, th- th- there'll be people who could potentially get call ups during the year, maybe even come back and make the team with, um, you know, like they make a trade or someone gets hurt, or whatever, uh, as soon as opening night. So right now we're, you know, we've, we've got a trimmed roster. Um, and I, we're, we're getting pretty close to the season. You know, we're only six days away at this point. Um, so we're, we're getting pretty close to being set. Yeah, absolutely. And we didn't really expect too many um, big movers or shakers when it came to the actual roster. We figured that the guys who were here last year and the guys they brought in through free agency um, or even a, a trade via Philip Myers, we figured that those were the guys that were going to be on the roster and right now, it looks like there's going to be nothing crazy that's happening. Um, speaking of the regular season, I just want to say, I think it's incredibly weird that they've got a regular season game on Friday between the Sharks and the Preds, but then like all the other games are preseason games, and that includes Saturday as well. I think that's so weird. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. It's because they're doing it overseas, and like so they're like, oh, get the overseas game done early, whatever. So I like I. I again, I, I kind of understand why, but it's still, still dumb. Just, just give them the overseas game and like kind of stack their schedule a little bit more down the road. It just, it just seems so early to do it, you know. Yeah, I feel like most people, if they were just scrolling through, uh, you know, NHL games, they would see this and just assume that it's preseason action because it's with all the other preseason action. Doesn't feel like the start of the regular season, but it is. So. Uh, it is a bit weird, but where can we expect our first game out of Tampa? So we are we're getting rolling here pretty soon, as, as I mentioned, just six, six days away. Um, October 11th, got season opener at the New York Rangers. Um, you know, a week later, we are at home for our home opener against the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll have three games on the road leading up to that. But yeah, we're, we're I mean, we're only what shoot that one one two more episodes however many it is before uh season gets rolling it's coming up quick yep this one and then the episode that'll release on monday uh so only two episodes left and we will be doing full preseason predictions in our next episode so stay tuned for that it's going to be a lot of fun uh we only have two more preseason games left and that's against the florida panthers of course it's going to be a home and home so uh, always exciting to get these two teams together. Uh, we're ramping up, but you know these games, they don't really matter. We're looking forward to the New York Rangers on Tuesday. And, um, well, the Rangers are very highly touted, according to some of the power rankings we'll look at later on. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. But on the other side, going to be talking about news around the league, including... <laughs> 
some power rankings from the hockey news. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for a season of a lifetime. New customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. Tampa's first matchup is on Tuesday, October 11th versus the New York Rangers. And you know who I'm betting on in that one. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of fantasy football podcasts to get ready for the season, and it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. The easy earbud tap functions and noise isolation for the gym are perfect. Raycons are my first wireless earbuds, and I would highly recommend them. Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com THPN to score 15% off by raycon.com slash THPN. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. We appreciate you guys so much helping the show. And if you have any sports betting needs, make sure to head over to the DraftKings. And if you need any headphones, head over to Raycon. All right, Chase, let's talk about Matt Barzal as he got a big boy contract. Uh, This is a kid that had a phenomenal rookie season. And then, uh, unfortunately, under Barry Trotz, he couldn't really excel in his type of game. He had to be a little bit more uh, defensive oriented. That's just how Barry Trotz plays. But uh, it's, it's worth it for Matt Barzal for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, eight years, just north of nine million. Uh, when he is playing the way he can play, he's one of the league's better, um, you know, setup man. He is, is the analytics say he's a bit of a um, quantity over quality play driver, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it means he's just constantly looking to gen- generate scoring chances and maybe doesn't convert as high as some other players do. But the fact that he still converts as much as he does just, you know, shows how talented he is and shows how relentless he is on the on the offensive side of the game. So if he even comes a little bit better of of a uh, more efficient converter and hopefully he will given more time to play that way i mean he's someone who's got legitimate like superstardom just right there in his reach so good for matt barzal um on a hopefully a little more exciting new york Islanders team the next coming years got a couple solid prospects in the pipeline 
Um, hopefully Barzell can kind of take the lead and, and lead them back on the right path. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I think you and I are in the same boat that we kind of wish he didn't stay on the Islanders uh, just because we'd like to see him flourish elsewhere. But when you look at Matt Barzal and the system that he's been playing under um, with Barry Trotz and now evolving, going to uh, a new system and having a lot of more talented young guys coming up, do you think there's any regression when it comes to his just pure offensive ability for being in a different system? Do you think the, um, I guess, day in, day out practice, the formations that uh, he's been, you know, set in place, are those going to hinder his game at all that we saw him produce in his first couple of years? I don't think long term it'll be too much of an issue. It might be a bit of a slow starter adjusting to a different play style, different, um, you know, different different systems, different forward track, all, all that type of stuff. Um, so it, it might be a little slow at first, but once he can just kind of let it fly and, and do what he does, I think he'll be just fine. All right. That's what we're hoping for. All right. Let's now talk about the Arizona Coyotes, because uh, apparently and this is like an absolute shocker. I wouldn't have expected this whatsoever, but apparently the players down there in Arizona, not very happy with the current arena situation. Yeah, it's it's really surprising. I I, I, I don't think anybody can predict this coming. It, it may be. Maybe the most surprising thing in, in the history of the world, but um, Nick Kiprios said that um, players, you know, kind of the thoughts on the Arizona Coyotes arena. There are some r- real rumblings around about the boys not being happy down there, like really upsetting, even worse than they were expecting, which that's not good because I'm sure they were expecting pretty low. And, you know, it reminds me of that meme. Our expectations were low, but holy shit. Um, that, that's, I think that's kind of where we're at here with, with the Arizona Coyotes and playing at this college rink. It really is a shame. It just it it sucks that it's playing out even worse than we expected. It, that's terrible. I don't know how the NHL allowed this to happen. If I'm being honest, like you're a you're one of the four major professional sports leagues in America, and you're letting one of your teams play out of a college rink that can hold barely five thousand people. It just makes no sense. It 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 really doesn't. Like I I just I I don't understand why it's allowed to happen. Um, I, I get you. They were kind of forced out of their building. Well, maybe you should pay your bills on time when that happens. You know, they should. I, I, I get wanting to keep a team on Arizona and there's some, there's some good hockey fans there. You know, when, when the team is doing well and, and all that stuff, but like even just if they could have went somewhere else with a bigger setup, a better setup, just even while they were building something in, in, in Phoenix or just like somewhere in Arizona, like that would, that would have been a better route than just, Playing at this college stadium where the college team is going to be the, the biggest draw over the pro team, it, it, it's just a shame. Yeah, it really is. Um, all right, let's head over to the hockey news as they have put out their preseason power rankings. Um, no surprise, the Colorado Avalanche sitting at number one, the current reigning Stanley Cup champs. However, the back-to-back Tampa Bay Lightning from the 2020-2021 season, they currently sit second yeah and uh honestly i kind of thought that that like, there was there's a chance that tampa was to be put lower on this list you know losing some guys making the moves that they did um i, I just thought that there were there's gonna be some outside chance that they're gonna be uh, three four five six seven but happy to see him at two um do i think that they're gonna have the number two record of the league by the end of the year probably not they're gonna have one of the better records like they're gonna be a you know a top eight team or top ten team whatever you want to call them like that that's for sure 
so I can understand putting at this, you know, at this spot this early because there's so much talent because, you know, they've earned their respect of back to back to back Stanley Cup appearances with two wins in there as well. Um, I, you know, I, I, I definitely see it. I, when it comes to the end of the year, I don't imagine them being the number one or number two team. I just, I don't, but it would be shocking if they weren't at least cup contenders again. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think the three conference championships in a row, uh, definitely gives them a little bit of an edge if, uh, you know, the people are, are deciding between Tampa and then the likes of the New York Rangers who sit number three, the Carolina Hurricanes who sit number four, and the Maple Leafs who sit five. Like all these teams, very talented. And if you're trying to decide between them, you don't really know what to do. Recent success will show you that Tampa's that team. So I get why they have them at number two. But like I said, Rangers, Hurricanes, Maple Leafs, they come in at three, four, and five. The Calgary Flames at number six, which is a bit interesting because they lost Johnny Gaudreau, uh, and they lost Matthew Kachuk, but they were able to add back Jonathan Huberdeau, Mackenzie Weger, Nazim Kadri. What do you think about these three, four, five, and six teams? Uh, three and four and five, I definitely have no issues. And honestly, I don't feel too bad about the number six team. Calgary, they, they got worse when Johnny Gaudreau left. There's no arguing there, but... When they traded Matthew Kachuk, they they got better. Like they just flat out got better with that trade. So, you know, hats off to them on that. I think they they very much won won that move, and I think it's gonna help them now. Can help them in the future too. So I can understand wanting to call them one of the top teams in the league because they did look pretty good. And Jacob Markstrom is still one of the better goalies in the league. They've got a great decor. So I I can I can definitely understand it. Um, maybe there's a couple other teams maybe that I prefer above them, but I don't know how many I would. Yeah, and we got the Florida Panthers, little brother at number eight, had to mention them. But Chase, when you're looking at this list, is there any big shockers for you? Is there anyone too high, anyone too low, uh, just looking right off the bat? So there's no one that really grabs my attention. Um, You know, maybe the, I guess the biggest surprises, if that's how you want to put it, is Ottawa being 21, Detroit being 22. Um, and they're not really full surprises. They're teams that made big splashes in the offseason. They're trending in the right direction. They could be, uh, you know, potentially fighting for that last playoff spot. Um, one of the teams getting in there, maybe both of them squeeze in there, but they, they still finish a bit lower. Um, you know, I, I think there might be a team or two below them that you could argue, argue being placed ahead. But overall, I think it's a relatively solid list, which me to say that about the hockey news, I mean, that's that's that's, that's big because a lot of things, they do drive me crazy. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And then you got the Chicago Blackhawks and the Arizona Coyotes sitting at the last two places. Is there any other team that you could see vying for that first overall pick? Um, or are, are these the two teams? Um, Montreal will be in the mix, and it depends what Carter Hart does for Philly. If Carter Hart struggles, then Philly's going to be an absolute train wreck. If he plays really well, he's going to keep them about just below 500, maybe at 500. So if Carter Hart struggles, then Philly is going to very well be in the mix as well. I know. I I personally think that the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Washington Capitals seem a little high to me with the Penguins at 10 and the Caps at 13. I think that these are teams that are going to be fighting for a playoff spot, no doubt. But I feel like they could be a, a, a tick down or so because um, we've seen over the past couple of years the teams have kind of slowed down, and uh, even though Ovechkin was scoring at an unreal per- pace earlier on in the year, you know he's getting older. Crosby and Malkin definitely getting older. Malkin can't stay healthy. So uh, even though they're teams that have the history, have the legacy, 
I feel like right now they might not be the 10th and the 13th best team coming into the season. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I definitely de- definitely get that. Um, I, I can understand the argument, but at the same time, looking at the teams that are below them, I mean, may- maybe I can argue Nashville, maybe, 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 maybe I can argue L.A., and maybe I could argue Vegas. The rest of the teams, I just, I just don't feel confident enough putting above them. So, it, you know, it, it is what it is. I don't think it's anything too groundbreaking. I really kind of feel like it's the top eight. Like, the teams that are ranked the top eight are the really ones mostly competing for the Cup this year. There could be someone who surprises, but I really feel like it's kind of belongs to those top eight, maybe even just the top six. For sure. If you want to see the full list, the full power rankings, head over to thehockeynews.com. But that's going to do it. We are going to go to a hockey name of the day now. And this one is, oh, Nursultan? Nursultan Belgebaev. Nursultan Belgebaev. All righty. Yes, sir. Nursultan Belgebaev. So Nursultan, he is a Kazakhstani forward. Uh, born in 1991, 31 years old. Currently playing in the Kazakh League. Uh, played a little bit in the KHL as well, but been spending really the last few years in Kazakhstan. Uh, played some international games for him too. Has played in Olympic game qualifiers. Played in some World Junior Championships. Um, solid player. You know, last year he had one point through twenty five games. Um, kind of a down year for him. Where in the previous year he had thirty six points through forty one games. So he's looking to get back on track. Um, he's back with HK Almaty, which is the team that he had previous success with. Um, hopefully he can figure that out and maybe it's someone that we can see maybe you know the World Championships or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. I do have to say that is probably the hardest name we've had in quite some time. I I don't remember the last time where I've been like that stumped with a name. This is it. Happy to hear that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out and giving it a listen. Chase, if you can, hit him with an outro. Yep. So always one thing, guys. So sitting supporters of Patreon, that'd be great. You can follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast. It's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While you're at it, go follow WMP on Twitter at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. Make sure you go to the Hockey Podcast Network.com. You can follow the Hockey Podcast, or geez, excuse me. Go to the Hockey Podcast Network.com. You can click all the podcasts right there. Boom, click the logo. It's an easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, if you can raise five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns, we'd appreciate it. Please don't forget to support our friends at DraftKings and Raycom. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.